Hello and welcome to another episode of the Order Trader Podcast. My name is Wendy Lesishi. And I'm George Mini. And we're in, well, the same studio, but things are a bit different. We've kind of uh, shaken things up. Um, our art departments and our producing departments and our studio managers have, uh, have graced us with some extras in the studio today. And I think it feels a lot warmer than uh, before. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it was starting to feel a little bit cold. Yeah. Um, so... This looks, this looks looks a lot warmer. Uh, Definitely warmer. Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, tell us what you think. Yeah. If it sucks, you can, you know, maybe we can get something different. <laughs> nah. I think, it, I think it'll be good. I, I think they'll like it too. Yeah, I think I'll like I it too. So. Plus, we're in the studio again, which is nice. You know, the last um, show we were actually did it virtually, so it's good to see you again, George. You'd see you too. <laughs> on, yeah. Well, on our Heritage Week. On our Heritage That's why I'm dressed so nicely. I look like T'Challa from the Black Panther series i was i was dressed in a um yellow bafana bafana yeah uh, t-shirt earlier but i thought it would be a little bit stark repping the boys yeah I'd love to see it so, and the know, girls i was uh i was supporting the i was supporting the heritage of soccer in south africa you know soccer is a south african term um well i'm i'm, I'm not sure if it's purely south african i don't think it's purely south african but i mean in europe they call it football, football yeah i refer to it as football so you're saying in South Africa, we, well, PSL, right? It's the Premier Soccer League. Uh, for instance, our main league is, they refer to it as soccer as well. So mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think it's, I think it's a South African term, but, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, it's, it's often a forgotten thing. Just because Bafana Bafana doesn't do, uh, that well in the World Cup mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't have soccer in our blood. Yeah, we have um, a lot of legends as well who come from South Africa. Yes. Played on, on the Mark global. Fish, uh, uh, Lucas Radebe. Lucas uh, who's that guy who played for Everton again? It was um, uh, from Cape Town. It was from Cape Town. What was his name? I don't know. Stephen Beanar. Thank Stephen you. Stephen Beanar. <laughs> Stephen Beanar was the, was the other one. Um, oh. Played for Everton, I think. Well, seeing as we're talking to the production team, can the production team just turn my headset up slightly, please? <laughs> the one other person, actually. Just, 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 just a smidgen. There we go. Yeah, that's much better. There's one famous person who... Right now, it's Benny McCarthy. He's actually, yes. I think he's had, um, but he's getting old as well, huh? No, but he's, he's now, he's now a coach for Man United. Oh, um, wow. it's one of the, hmm. I think they strike, I don't know, but he's, he, he's at Man United now okay. as, as, as I don't, I don't follow, I mean, I don't follow soccer. I used to play it in high school, but, uh, yeah, I don't follow soccer, uh, yeah. avidly. I'm not a, definitely not a, a European soccer follower. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even follow South African soccer, but I, uh, I used to play it and I loved the game. Mm hmm. Uh, and um, I know that it's in our blood. So Same. from a heritage point of view, it's definitely part of uh, South Africa. Yeah. I mean, we'll never forget the 2010 World Cup. Yeah. I mean, that was a a game changer. Um, everyone was so united and yeah. really felt. We were really celebrating the heritage that day. Yeah. Uh, well, that during that month. Yeah, uh, it was exactly. pretty amazing. Anyways, but uh, Formula One. Formula One, yeah. It's coming Next back. Next race this weekend, right? Yes. I think we're going to Singapore. Um. So yeah, changing continents. Changing continents. That's we are why, changing continents a little that's bit. That's why it was a three-week uh, break. Yeah, break. It was terrible, terrible three weeks. If I like, if I longer than the normal summer break, it was mm. yo. Thank goodness we're coming back to reality. To yeah, the season. You want to see Hamilton finally get his first win? It's, it's been not, a painful it's season. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You just watch. It's gonna okay. happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have the car. Um, he but just doesn't have the car. I don't know. I believe. I believe. It's been a sad season. <laughs> it's been a sad season. <laughs> put a rock, maybe she put a rocket on the back of that car. Uh, we need something. You know, maybe cheat. Just cheat. Toto, cheat. 
I'll, you know, as long as nobody finds out. Cheat. cheat. Oh my word, I can't believe you just said that. Let's get into what we actually came to do. Uh, yeah, so today's episode, we're actually revisiting something that we've spoken about before, which is um, cost of ownership. So just for some context, and I think we're going to speak about it a bit later on. I know you have some thoughts, but um, one of our design team members, his name's Kenny, he sent me an article um, in which we're speaking to the increase of, of tire prices, right? Um, so I thought maybe it's time to retouch and talk about, you know, what is the cost of ownership again? Because I think a lot of people come into the, um, into, you know, come to auto trade and want to buy a cop, then actually know mm. what is the, the cost of, of ownership of vehicle. So off the top of your head, what are the, the key things that a person should consider when they want to buy a car? Outside of just obviously like the, the vehicle price. Well, the, 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 the vehicle price in its entirety is not the cost of ownership. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. The depreciation over the time period that you keep the vehicle is the cost of ownership. Yeah. Okay. So if you if 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 you buy a car for two hundred thousand rand mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and in five years time you sell it for one hundred thousand rand, mm-hmm. the cost to you has been one hundred thousand rand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so that's the cost. The cost is not the whole car. Yeah. So if you believe a car is going to keep its value, right? Mm. Uh, your cost of ownership is lower. Mm. So cost of ownership is not the price of the car itself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the finance right in terms of how the car depreciates, mm-hmm. your cost of ownership could be your repayment. Okay. okay. Um, so that makes sense. Repayment. So, so I, think, I think the cost of the car is often… Um, well, I think that speaks more to the cost of a car. But you know, I was referring more to what are the additional costs that you incur… Well, people forget that the capital cost of the car actually contains a cost because the car depreciates, right? Exactly. On top of that, you've got the general things that people know about, fuel cost, right? Which has now just doubled in the last one or two years. Yeah. Um, That's fuel cost. Insurance. Everybody knows, you know, some people don't pay insurance. Some people don't have insurance on their cars. Yeah. um, Which I think is dangerous, but, Mm. uh, um, you know, people don't, sometimes don't take insurance. Yeah. They just get a tracker. Some people buy a car, <laughs> yeah. and they have to insure it because because it's fi- bank financed. Yeah, they drive out of most people do that, right? So I think banks then, kind of they make sure that you and then and then they cancel the insurance. Oh, okay, that's, Didn't know. that's that the happens. Thing. That yeah. happens. It's you know, oops. <laughs> I've got load shedding in the studio. Two hours later. So insurance thing one, obviously the service plan, most plan. No, that, that which that, normally that, comes if you're buying a car new. Yeah, so you, if you pay for that on a re, uh, like upfront, then it's going to be a cost of ownership, but yeah. it's more the maintenance mm. uh of the car that yes. is a cost of ownership rather than the actual maintenance plan. Yes. Maintenance plan is really just trying to peg that number. Yeah. Rather than it biting you, you yes. know. Yes. Correct. So with that being said, um, so maintenance and service are two different things, eh? Maintenance and service are two different things. Yeah. Right? So so services are regular services to keep your warranty or to keep the car in good nick so that you yeah. don't have to do maintenance. Yeah, maintenance is ultimately is cost of replacement of parts. Yes. Um, yes. Radiators. Yeah. Uh, brake discs. Those kinds of things. I just took my pace for a service this week. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, no, no. It was still under warranty, but okay. and that's a nice thing about an electric car is. Um, unless the brake pads had gone, there was no cost. Yeah. So I paid nothing. Yeah. And because I try and do single pedal driving, um, there was no there was no service cost for me. It was just normal stocks. Excuse me, stock standard. Plugged service the car into the UK. Uh, went through a um, check. 
mm-hmm. um, of all the software and and sensors and you know got a thumbs up for all the sensors yeah and um and they replaced the brake fluid okay so that's the only thing they did there wasn't a cost to me mm-hmm. and the brake pads were still fine the brake discs were still fine mm. okay yeah i mean i um i need to do my major service later on this year um but i also i'm also on a plan so it's not too but extended you paid, warranty. You, you paid for the plan. Yes, correct. Exactly. So, so that's the difference. Mm. There was no maintenance plan to buy with the iPace, mm. and yeah. there's no maintenance costs. Yeah, nice. There's no service costs. So, uh, so that's the thing about an electric vehicle that um, you know, kind of is, is now I'm experiencing. One hundred percent. I mean, with that being said, so there's an article I read on sites by one of our journalists. I think it was done by Chad, um, and it speaks to essentially what's the cheapest car to to own in South Africa. Um, or what's the cheapest car in terms of cost of ownership? Um, and how he got to the, I guess the, the conclusion is he used the, the Kinsey reports, um, which looks into basically the cost of service parts, um, repairing the car and then as well as if you're in a crash or whatever. So it's basically taking those three different things, putting them together and then we're getting a number, um, or a rank rather yeah. of cheapest cars to own. Um, so, you know, I don't know if you want to guess, um, but essentially it's being split up into city cars, uh, family favorites, SUVs, et cetera, just the body types essentially. And I'd say one know, of the, uh, if I, to, if it has a guess without looking at the list, yeah. um, uh, in, in genuinely I haven't looked at the list. I would say potentially either a Toyota or a Suzuki are they? Okay. So before we get into that, what do you think would reduce the, the price, um, or, or make it cheaper? Because Most, it's, it's relative, right? It's relative to mostly the if the if the cost of the vehicle has been taken into account. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the actual price of the vehicle. Yes, that is definitely that's going to be the biggest factor. Yeah, that's going to buy. I think hands down. So you know, if you if you if you're talking about a hundred fifty thousand rand car versus a two hundred fifty thousand rand car, no service maintenance or anything is going to trump that hundred grand. For sure, for sure. And this is, I mean, it's also taking into consideration the fact that you're not getting like aftermarket parts yet, it's like manufacturer. OEM parts essentially so you know there's ways around things like for, for instance in my car like I don't always get like the <laughs> like the OEM recommended sort of part if I, that makes sense OEM doesn't know about that and your car's on a warranty um, no I'm not talking about like mechanical stuff I'm talking yeah. about like things that I have some leeway with um, I sometimes go get this like a similar quality thing that's well, um, I mean, Ferodo brakes, for instance. You buy exactly. that. You buy that from a, a spare shop. Yeah. Ferodo supplies the manufacturers. Mm. You know, Bosch supplies the manufacturers exactly. with spark plugs. So, um, oftentimes, those parts are, are are fine. Just check with the, with the OEM. For sure. No, I, I mean, I nev- never want to black void. I'm not recommending you void your warranty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying there's kind of ways around this. But essentially, with regards to the segments, the cheapest car to own in South Africa was the Renault um, I don't know if you know that, but um, essentially the cost total awarded to the rent is about 62,000 Rand when you take those three parameters together. Um, so this is replacement costs, service costs, all that, um, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, I wouldn't have thought a Renault would be on that list, um, you know, and then uh, and then you, I see you got the Ford Figo there too. Yes. So that was the runner up if you combine the different price baskets. Mm. Um, so... Do you know also, how many people with Ford Figos I've seen with maintenance problems? No. Is that a common thing? It, 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 I've just, and maybe it's just because some people that I've known have driven Ford Figos, but if it's some serious engine trouble. Could um, also just be the amount of Figos that are on the roads. It could um, be also so age, just, age yeah. of Figo because, you know, 
Yeah, I, I don't know if they're selling the Figo anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not too sure. With regards to Super Mini, so the Hyundai i10 ranked the cheapest cost of ownership. Ah, that actually, actually, that didn't come to mind. Um, Hyundai, yeah, uh, Hyundai is uh, you know historically from the gets. Mm. It's a very, very good car. Yeah, for sure, for sure, very, very good value for money. With regards to family favorites, so these are like um, you know kind of polos, golfs, those sort of things. So the the cheapest car to, cost of ownership would go to the Corolla Quest. Um, no surprise there. You did call it Toyota. Um, then with, when it comes to SUVs, something that was quite interesting for me was the Fortuner. Yeah, that's not surprising. That was surprising for me. Really? Mm. No, the Fortuner is such a popular car. You know, just, just the sheer volume alone on the yeah. Fortuner. Um, I like Bucky wouldn't be far off, I wouldn't think. But, uh, um, uh, just the cost, just the volume of sales of that thing in South Africa. Um, has to the, the the volume will bring down the cost of ownership. Because the more cars that sell, yeah, economies um, of scale, yeah, economies of scale, effectively. Yeah, but yeah, here's my thing. Um, for me, it was the fact that there's so many new entrants in the markets, and the brand of Fortuna alone, just Fortuna alone, including Toyota, I guess, has gone up, right? So the the cars are a little bit more expensive if if you like relative to ten years ago, for instance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now there's just new entrants. In, in, in the game. So I would have thought somebody else would have, specifically the Chinese yeah, models. But they, they, the, the Chinese I mean, the, the, surprising that Jolian's not, yeah? Yeah. I mean, the reports is a bit dated, so yeah. I'm sure in the, you know, I reckon the Jolian's going to sneak up here. Yeah. I saw Jolian on the road the other day. Uh, it's a beautiful car. Yeah, 100%. With double cabs, you said Hilux? <laughs> Ford Ranger. Ford Ranger. But volumes. Mm. Again. Once again, look, yeah. look at how popular that Ford Ranger is and how it's kind of given the Hilux a run for its money. I one hundred percent. In terms of search. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the last one, single cabs, was the Nissan MP two hundred. I mean that's yeah, just uh that's you, no surprise there. It's it's no surprise because there's nothing else that really beats it. I mean that's a pure, pure bred work like workhorse. Um, no, but it's only one of its kind. Yeah. Um so you don't you you don't find half ton buckies. Yeah. So I agree. you know, anything yeah. from the NP two hundred is getting into long wheelbase, single cab, one ton, double Does cab. the Chevy uh, utility, the older, I'm not even sure if they still make those anymore. Does that count Chevy as a single cab uh, vehicle? Y- yeah, it does because yeah. it's got two seats, single yeah. cab. But, uh, uh, but the NP200 is the only one left. Yeah. And that's it's, like, it's, it's competing against nothing. Yeah, 100%. Well, in this country anyway. So if you want to obviously get more in-depth with this, if you want to find out what is the cost of ownership for or the cheapest cost of ownership, I definitely advise you to check out the, the article. Chad has gone into great lengths into kind of investigating that. So very, very interesting. There's always a way around. It's, there's you know always going to be options for you if you just search AutoTrader and you read our articles. Um, and moving on. so Brand champion. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, moving on. So back to the article that I was referring to earlier. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but essentially earlier this month, the government announced that there's going to be an increase um, to the excise duty of tires. Now, this increase is 38.3%. Um, and it's kind of causing waves around the country because now tires, potentially, specifically tires that are imported, um, are going to be thirty eight percent times more expensive. Uh, you know what my opinion on this is? More expensive. I am all for local manufacture. Mm-hmm. Local manufacture in a country is going to win hands down for that country six times a week. For sure. 
That's, so, that's, so for me, I'm not fun. saying that the import duty should go up, right? I'm not a proponent of import duties going up. But this, if you look at this as an opportunity, what is the opportunity? For local manufacturers? Yeah. So we manufacture approximately 11 million tires in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, two million of those go to get exported to SATA countries, mm-hmm. right? So juxtapose that against um, – uh, 50%, 40% of passengers, 60% of truck of trucks, tires yeah. are imported, mm. right? So that means that we are, so 11 million minus 2 million exported, if my numbers are so correct. So 9 million, yeah. So 9 million mm. are the tires that we locally manufacture and we and actually consume. use, consume, yeah, yeah, right? Another 9 million mm. we import, mm. Right. So that means it sounds like we're using or consuming about 16 to 18 million tires a year in the country. Yeah. All right. There's a… 50% of that is locally manufactured and you're saying the other… Other 50% are imported. Yeah. Okay. Is that an opportunity for local tire manufacturers to increase production by Mm -hmm. importing raw materials and not suffering from the uh, excise duty and increasing jobs? For sure. uh, Um. Uh, uh, investing in plants because uh, um, you know tire manufacturers are are one to or not one to increase uh, production because it means investment. Yeah. Right? Now remember, uh, most of tire manufacturers are actually international businesses. Yes. Yes. But they're locally manufacturing. Yeah. Um. So so for me, the thirty eight percent increase just screams a nine million tire opportunity. Nine mm. million local manufacturer opportunity. So I completely hear your reasoning to that. However, I'm going to pose. One additional, um, one additional factor that I think we're not considering yet. Most of these tires, or what, what the government's trying to address is these much cheaper tires, cheaper than the local manufactured tires, still great quality tires, which are now going to be experiencing this massive 38% increase. So for, for, for what are they trying to stop? They're trying to stop people. Well, they try, they're trying to stop the less of these tires coming in ultimately. Of what tires? Of these cheaper tires from, uh, is it just price based? I think it is price based. Or are they putting cheaper tires against bad quality? No, I don't think it's a quality issue. I so think then it's why do it? Well, I think they're just trying to stop the the importing of of these cheaper tires so they can assist the markets and well the tire manufacturers, the locally manufacturing tire manufacturers. But what I've noticed is for the large part the local manufactured tires are still more expensive than the tires that um, the normal South African consumer was buying. The, well, the, but obviously the the the, the, the South African consumer is going to go for the cheaper tire. One hundred percent. The tire is a commoditized thing. Yes. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, for a, for a, for an average consumer, a tire is a tire is a tire, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, so, is there an element here of that that we haven't stumbled across where the uh, the tire quality is lower and? The South African government is actually trying to stop bad quality tires from coming to the country. I don't think it's that. It's don't think ab- well, that. in the research that I've done, quality was never the, the, a key factor. Yeah. So here's here's a scenario. You now need to change your tires, um, and your usual manufacturer, let's say it's one of these X brand um, that comes from China, for instance. You're paying one thousand two hundred rand for a piece, mm. but because now the price has gone up. You're paying an additional, let's say, 600, 700 well, grand. switch to a local tire, right? Yes. But the local tire, they, like, base standard for your car, for instance, is 2,300. So I'm not too sure if 
this so this still a, helps so the local a, business. You, if that makes you're, sense. You're, you're assuming that locally manufactured tires are not going to fall in price. I think that, well, I think they have to now. Um, well, I, there we go. Or so an alternative, a cheap alternative to yes. what they currently should be made. Offering. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, um, we can't say the 38% increase is going to have a cost increase to the consumer because if the tire manufacturer is willing to invest yes. in their plants yes. and take that 9 million opportunity yes. and turn it into reducing tire costs, yes. right, it'll, it'll all be beneficial to the country. We'll get For more sure. jobs. We're, we're actually onshoring the jobs, whereas the jobs are in China right now. Correct. Um, I'm all for South Africa being more self-sufficient. Definitely opportunity for sure. Um, but I think it's going to take a little bit longer than a year, for instance. I think it's not going to be an immediate. No, it won't. Of course it's not going to be. Yeah. You've got to scale, you've got to ramp up the plants. You've got to, you know, that takes time. And I think the consumer in that scenario is losing a little bit. Yeah. In the short term, consumer definitely will lose in the scenario, which isn't great in yes. the current environment. I agree. <laughs> fully agree. But, uh, you know, um, I, I think I think it's a it's an it's a nicely rounded uh, debate. Obviously, the consumer is not going to. So, so I suppose the 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 the, the thing to do right now, right, is buy tires. Is buy tires. <laughs> Why? Because you're going to get those cheaper ones. Yes. Okay. Yes. And your tires are going to last two or three years. Yeah. And then by that by time, that time everything is everything is kind of worked out in the wash. 100%. Like if maybe if you wait now with tires, yeah, and you wait twelve months. Now you, the tire price is going to increase first mm-hmm. on average and before it comes down. Mm. Um, so, so maybe the answer to the consumer out there is if you are imminently needing to buy tires, go buy them. Yeah. Put them in your garage for a Just couple of months them, if you like. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, go and have them fitted. I think, well, let's, let's, maybe we should just, it will be interesting to see what the, you know, the, 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 the price of tires, if they do change over. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to look at, base level across different brands and see over time exactly how that's gone and if even if the local manufacturer guys are you know I think there's an I think there's an opportunity in this country that hasn't been um, like tapped into it tapped into yeah and that is a, a real online player um, mm. a real online tire marketplace mm. nobody's done it yeah um, you know we're, we're a car marketplace so you know it's not something that's on our radar mm-hmm. but uh, there is no real online marketplace that um, will bring tire prices down mm. by real comparisons. 100%. 100%. Before you leave, something that has come up is people are asking for more Ask Order Trader. So I got, I brought in two questions for you. Hopefully you can, you know, get me the answers. I didn't think I actually read the, read the questions before this. So you're going to be flying blind here a little bit, George. Um, and the first question comes from, from Giggs who's asked if, no, Giggs has asked, I saw a company called Auto Trader Auctions on Instagram. I'd like to ask if you guys have an auction branch. No. So the answer, Giggs, is absolutely not. Um, uh, we'll go and look for the Auto Trader Auctions uh, Instagram platform and you know, see if we can have it brought down because anything yeah. that contains our brand, uh, we're very protective over. Um, and we don't want even a question like this from mm. uh, the public that says, is this you? Because you can see why, uh, oh, why using why it could be problematic. So the answer is no, um, and um, you know, it's auction is not something we've uh, considered getting into. We've got instant offer, yeah, which isn't an auction. It's 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 a it's a blind offer platform. Yeah, okay. um, but but auctions is not something that we we do. Okay, 
Next question comes from Romanov, who's asked, why are first-time car buyers always advised to avoid turbocharged engines and automatic gearboxes? So, Romanov, um, I don't know who's given you this advice, but uh, um, I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Uh, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Maybe 10, 15 years ago, yes, turbocharged yeah, cars. It yeah. is a very old yeah, school sort of. Uh, turbocharged cars 10, 15 years ago weren't reliable. They were still trying to figure out the technology, exactly. blah, blah, fish based. But, yeah. but, you know, you, as a f- first time buyer, second time buyer, third time buyer, yeah. you know, buying a turbocharged car is no problem with that. And then automatic versus manual, I'd always go automatic. Yeah, me too. Honestly. Honestly, it's just an easier drive. And plus, getting for, lots a fir- of for, a first, for a first-time buyer <laughs> yeah. who is maybe still learning to drive, yeah. automatic is better, is less to focus on. Yeah, no, don't listen to the the you know the car fanatics who are shaking their heads in the studio, but it's fine. No, um, the diehards will want the stick shift. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, but uh, what makes the way? Traffic. Away. Traffic yeah, exactly. is it's a breeze. It's a breeze. And uh, that's pretty much all the time we have for today, George. Thank you so much for the show. Go Leclerc. Shall see. Search <laughs> 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 Auto Trader. <laughs>